5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 24 minutes to I, John Blake before 8 o'clock. Eddie Betts on the program. We'll ask him about his incredible last quarter in Darwin over the <laughs> weekend where he didn't play a lone hand, but he was a huge part of the Crows getting up against the odds after trailing by over five goals earlier in the match. We'll talk about that more Later in the show, right now, though, it's time to go around the courts with Sean Fuster from The Advertiser. Sean, when is a guilty plea not a guilty plea? Well, it's always a guilty plea, but the question is whether it means you're sorry. Yep. And that's what we ran into yesterday in the very big murder case that was on yesterday. Travis Kirshner, the man who murdered Murray Bridge woman Sally Rothy with a 40-kilogram concrete owl statue, dumped her in a bin, dumped the owl statue in a bin, took off into state with the help of some others, got arrested, came back, pleaded guilty, good thing to do, mm-hmm. saves the family toil, saves the court a trial, saves everybody trauma. But it was one of those guilty pleas where it was, yeah, I did it, but I'm not telling you why. And I'm not telling you why because I've got some misguided notion that this will spare the family further anguish, and I don't want my mates in prison to have ammo on me. <laughs> that last one being an actual quote, I don't want the guys in prison to have ammo on me. So as a result, the judge yesterday, Justice Peake of the Supreme Court, said, look, I don't think you are remorseful. I don't think you're actually capable of rehabilitation. I think you're an escalating violent offender who's very dangerous, and I need to give you a sentence that reflects that. But the law says I've got to give you up to 30% off just because you pleaded guilty, because the law says pleading guilty is contrition. It sounds like the judge, by spelling it out so clearly... Is, is almost being critical of the way the legislation works. It, it sounds to me like this judge, uh, he sounds like a good person and a, 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 a smart person, obviously, isn't buying what the, uh, what the defendant has said and has gone so painstakingly through how his hands are tied in a, in a bid to highlight the stupidity of these discounts. We've certainly seen judges do that in the past. I look all the way back at the Nima case where um, Judge John Sulan, as he then was, spelled out why he was giving Paul Nima that very controversial plea bargain mm. deal that, of course, led to high court challenges and changes in law and things like that. At the time, we all sort of went, what are you doing? And then when you look back and you say, oh, I see what you were doing here. You were laying the seeds for potential appeals. I, mean, I don't want to speculate on what his honour may or may not be thinking, but like you say, David, spelling it out that way certainly seems to say, I want to show you my workings so that someone somewhere can at the very least understand, if not interrogate, what I've had to do here. This bloke sounds like a piece of work. The actual details of how he killed this woman. I mean, to be able to lift up a 40-kilogram concrete object, and, and and apparently when he did it, he was drunk on some sort of moonshine that he'd cooked up himself. Yeah, 70% a, strong homebrew. Yeah, and he and, was coming, he was down, coming down off off amphetamines. Coming down off ice, and Gee. all that Ms. Rothy did was tap him on the head with a picture frame. He'd gone around there to pick up his stuff. They'd had a bit of an argument, and she'd been looking after his stuff for him. There was no connection between them other than just, you know, friendship, mm. and not even a very deep friendship either, just, you know, someone you know from around. Mm. And they had a bit of a tiff, and according to him, she tapped him on the head with the picture frame he'd gone to collect. That was it. And that set him off. I'm curious, this whole element of the guilty plea. So I would have thought a guilty plea is revealing everything. Yeah. So it's simply... And that's what it's meant to be. Right. But the mechanism is, the earlier you say I did it, 
hmm. the more you get off your sentence. I, it's I, a pure mathematical exercise. I get that. But so all you need to do is say, that's the charge. Yeah, I accept I did that. And there's no more, you're not required to say... Or, or even, I uh, you know, don't agree with that charge. For example, let's say death by dangerous driving. Yeah. But I did drive carelessly and cause a death. So I'll plead guilty to that lesser charge. So you can plea bargain and you can still get your discount. But, but, but that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. You don't have to then go, because I was doing this and I was, I was thinking that. And... Right. There, there are some that will argue that you do, that the section of the law talks about special reasons mm. for getting your discount, especially when it comes to murder, special reasons for going under that minimum 20-year non-parole period threshold. One of the special reasons is plea of guilty or cooperation with the authorities. Now, the or in there yeah. is the problem. Because hmm. if it had, if it was plea of guilty and cooperation with authorities, Kirshner wouldn't have qualified. Yeah, he didn't. Co- he didn't cooperate yeah. at all. Given he ran that away. Given that he stuffed this woman's body in a wheelie bin and then fled the state in a bid to escape prosecution uh, for what he did, there's there's absolutely zero closure for the family of, mm. the, of the woman. And as they with said, the stri- his, his refusal to talk about why he did it actually mm. exacerbated their pain. It didn't ease it. It's not no. like, oh, okay, we don't know why mum died, why sister died, why friend died, that's fine. It's no, we want to know, you won't tell us. See, if the Attorney General is listening, surely the Parliament, with the stroke of a pen, could amend this legislation so that there has to be some sort of basic threshold test where you say that the defendant, in order to receive the discount, must show what the court accepts is genuine contrition. And, and that in the absence of genuine contrition, you don't get an automatic deduction off your sentence mm. um, as some sort of free handout. Well, the writers of this legislation who were under the previous administration were more concerned with efficiency. This was yet another well, court's efficiency. Be about it's got to be about justice. But unfortunately, bureaucracy tends to view it otherwise. We see that with a lot of court-related things. Mm. Great analysis, as always, yeah, Sean. Absolutely. Fascinating insight. Good on you, Sean. Thanks, guys. Thanks, mate. Sean Fuster, the uh, Chief Court Reporter of the Adelaide Advertiser, joins us every Wednesday after 7.30 and takes us around the courts. It's 18 minutes to wait.